Hello. Hey, Chris. How are you? I'm good. Let's see if we swapped weather today. So today, clouds and an occasional rain. How about you? It's uh up in the high 90s here. Nice and sunny? Yeah. So I'm this just, is I'm... probably our third episode where we had opposite weather. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm lying. Uh... <laughs> It's terrible weather here. Oh no. man. <laughs> no, well, just... I it's okay. I mean, weather seems to be unpredictable despite No, it's not okay. It's it's anything it's anything beyond okay. I hate it. Oh, I no. hate it. So, I have like this concept of like like guilty weather, which is basically uh weather that makes you feel bad for staying inside. Mm-hmm. And so I'm somewhat of a hermit to a certain extent. <laughs> but but by nature not by force but now it's yeah. both and so when i see beautiful weather i feel bad and i have to go outside you know because i have to experience mm. beautiful weather so that for me is like guilty weather weather that makes you feel guilty for not experiencing it mm. and there hasn't been a lot of that it's just been you know raining and it's not like like there's good rainy weather that makes you want to go outside and experience that too but it's just here it's like i don't know it's it's just ugly it's just cloudy it's stormy it's <sighs> that's not good i so i mean maybe i disagree a little bit but only because i've been forced to work out you know and go out go in the out (laughs) uh but when it's raining like this it just is a good reason that people would call off from work and be like sorry it's raining today so like it's an acceptable reason not to go in uh but Mm -hmm. But otherwise, how have you been? Me? Terrible. Like Terrible? <laughs> <laughs> of course, of course. That sounds about right with your uh, guilty weather. <laughs> yeah, I don't it's just, you know. Uh same old, same old, just waiting for it to all be over and maybe get my shot, maybe not get my shot. The, the, <laughs> the government came out and said that like getting a shot is not the the solution to ending the pandemic and so everyone's like well why should i get a shot then <laughs> right if your own government's gonna say that i mean truthfully i kind of agree i i definitely am what a week out for my my second shot and uh i mean it's not gonna stop me from having to wear a mask and it's not you know in public and it's yeah. not gonna stop me from being able to pass the the virus on to somebody else so i mean other than protecting me from more dangerous symptoms uh it's not inherently going to fix the issue no Uh, not really so i'm i'm kind of like yeah i mean there's i have no rush to do it to be honest because unless they start opening things up and and then allowing us to go to restaurants and like because everything's still closed it's been closed for eight months so unless they open things up i don't really see the point in getting vaccinated like unless they say like 80 percent has to be vaccinated then we'll open up then okay then i'll you know i'll i'll get vaccinated too but if nothing happens then i I really don't see the point um but yeah other than that i don't know just you know just taking it one day at a time uh living life getting getting primitive with your background Behind oh. him, we have uh, some dinosaurs and uh, a nice, what, sunrise, yeah. <laughs> sunset, something of that nature. <laughs> so if you can name the, the period of the picture, then you'll get five points. <laughs> Where the points don't matter. 
<laughs> no, they do. They do. Oh, okay. I win prizes. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna sound really dumb. Uh, pre pre dental pre pre something, right? Oh, that could That's be close I, enough. I have no idea, but. <laughs> pterodactyls and i know that they're plant the the long necks are plant eaters from land before time but that's as far as i i've got here <laughs> no like so i do a lot of zoom calls for the university because mm-hmm. all my classes are online no one wants to turn on their cameras so you see like a whole bunch of black boxes oh. and no one says anything and they're like 15 20 people in the class maybe and so i'm like one of the only people who actually uses the camera and so every time i go to class i use a different background and my professor thinks it's hilarious <laughs> i mean it's entertaining that's it's for sure su- it's super entertaining so it's i don't know i don't want to i don't want to stare at a black box for like two hours so i think this is much more attractive uh, yeah i mean and it's it's a step up from your last one which was what Oh no, I said it again. It, I think it's the Pentagon, but you said it's, it was the Citadel. Of, it's not a Pentagon. It's not a pentagram. It's a Citadel from Citadel from yeah, Lille, France, in the north. France. Near Belgium, near the Netherlands, near Germany. I'm sorry yeah. for being too too American. We forgive you. We forgive you. Um, we automatically assume it's it's you know. <laughs> but yeah no no that's 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 my favorite city i haven't been there in a while because i haven't been there in like two years because of the pandemic mm. so but yeah i should go yeah so i have i have some news well i mean yes absolutely france is definitely on my list of travel which i have a lot of countries i want to visit uh but all of it requires money. So if anybody wants to personally fund my travel expenses, you just let me know. Um, <laughs> but otherwise, in, in due time, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure I'll visit Germany before I visit France. So <laughs> I hope so. Yeah, it's only been how many? How long have you been there now? A couple, a minute. I, I, I... <laughs> yes, let's use accurate time at least one minute you've been there is perfect <laughs> Go, going, going on 11 years now so. yeah yeah that sounds about right <laughs> I've, been, I've been helping them so that's why i've been here for so long <laughs> you germany personally asked you to come right on yes this man straight out of high school will be the oh wait you did some college right did you finish your two-year degree that's a very personal question, but no, I didn't oh, finish it. <laughs> I didn't finish it. I didn't finish mine either. It's okay. We're just not traditional learners. Well, I mean, you are in the sense that if you can independently study for anything, you'd probably ace it. But <laughs> we're, we're not about the, the typical structure here, and uh, that's fine. No, I did, did one all- year of community college, but... Yeah, that kind of reminds me of like the scene in Clerks. Oh, I can't remember if that was the second Clerks movie or the first one where they're talking about like, why did we ever even go to college? Like there was no point. Like, why did we take like a lot of these stupid classes? <laughs> yeah, so I didn't know why I was going to community college. Um, yeah. It didn't really, I got it. It was free because it was a Pell Grant. So right. I, mean, I don't regret it. I mean, it was definitely just high school conditioning saying, well, the next step is college. Yeah. It's either that or trade school, but trade school wasn't 
provided to us as if it was a means to an end it was just an additional option of schooling mm. but i always i i don't know any of my friends who actually attended trade school and actually followed through with what they learned there so i mean hmm. in context you know but no no i didn't i didn't finish college no i've been here for a long time and most Americans just come uninvited. That's that's a thing. So I came here, brought them freedom, and now you know, <laughs> gotta see what I gotta do. So yeah, yeah, you gotta yeah protect Fun, that country. Funny, funny enough, and this is true. This is actually isn't a joke. After I, I so I arrived here in March of of twenty eleven, and the following month they got rid of the draft because <laughs> Germany the oh. Germany had a draft. They they have they've had a draft since World War Two. And uh, all, I think it was mostly for men, not for women, but women could right. serve, but they weren't like drafted. Drafted, yeah. Yeah, and you had to serve at least two or three years, I believe, or do some version of community service. So if you said like, I can't fight because I'm Christian or I can't fight because mm-hmm. I'm Jewish, uh, then they're like, fine, okay. You, you don't have to hold a gun, but you can work in like uh, with the senior citizens for three years or something. So you have to do some <laughs> form of social service. To, so it's not like you got out free. You still had to do something for three years to compensate for not uh, being part of the draft, I would say. Mm-hmm. But Germany hasn't been in war since like, like the, since World War II. So <clears throat> Germany does a lot of like aid work in like Africa. So uh, help, they also helped Americans in Iraq and Afghanistan. A couple soldiers died, unfortunately. But other than that, I mean, being part of the, like the army here, there isn't like a lot of risk of you dying because you know there's no war so they have defense forces they don't actually have an army um that's a big difference that's a pretty cool concept yeah germany along with japan so the u.s built both countries up after the war and wrote both of their constitutions yeah and uh basically both countries can't really wage war so no neither country actually has an army so japan has defense forces and so does germany and if they have to, they'll attack and like defending themselves, but they can't like invade other countries. Uh, mm. Yeah. So, yeah, that's nice and progressive. I mean, yeah. So, I personally, have a- I feel like war should kind of just not be an option anymore. I feel like we're, we should be evolved enough to where this isn't even a thing. I mean, nuclear warheads obviously do immeasurable damage that that still has repercussions and i think that because the majority of countries have them that that should just be considered a indefinite stalemate (laughs) that i i agree with you and yeah and i'll I'll fight anyone who disagrees with me that we should get rid of war (laughs) you'll fight them (laughs) bring out those big weapons So you have, so with nuclear weapons, you have this concept of MAD, so mutually assured destruction. And it was the concept that that arose from the Cold War, which is Mm, like we have these powerful weapons and they're so powerful that we can't actually use them because if we use them against the Russians, because you're not going to get rid of the Russians with like just one bomb, they're going to retaliate too with another bomb and the US will respond and so on and so forth. And so these weapons are so powerful that you can't actually use them. And it's true they have they've never been used to, to my knowledge since you right. know since Nagasaki and Hiroshima and that's the same thing like with uh, like with India with North Korea like with all these countries with England uh, I don't maybe maybe France too the US all these countries who have nuclear weapons so I don't know 
but, but getting on to another point that's more progressive that I find super interesting. Did you hear what happened with Will Smith? What he posted? Recently? Yeah, it was like a day or two ago. Okay, then no. Uh, <laughs> I just but... started following Willow on TikTok and got excited about that, but that's as close as I've gotten to the updates on their lives. <laughs> so I think Will Smith is probably a very popular actor i would say ever yes. since like fresh prince of bel-air Absolutely. and he's been in like and he's been in a lot of movies and he's more or less been pretty i would say like buff i don't know if buff is maybe the right word but definitely in shape to the point where people like are either envious or you would say he kind of conforms to the hollywood norm of like being muscular and being in shape well i i would say average I've never seen anybody really like in comparison to like I don't know um what's his name Thor the guy that played well yeah there you go Thor um where the expectation was to have his body meet the level of a god Will Smith's never had a defining role that really required him to have a specific body type so I don't mm. think I've ever noticed him being fully sexualized yeah that's um, that's that's a valid to point be the whole package quote unquote but go ahead. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And so I think it was a day or two ago, he posted on Twitter or whatnot. Oh, I'm in like the worst shape of my life. And I have a quote unquote dad bod. And so he posted, oh, some, okay. so he posted a bunch of pictures. And honestly, he looks like if you didn't know who he was as like, uh, like as an actor, you probably think he was just some regular guy from, you know, the streets. Like he just looks like everyone else. Right, right. And that was the catch, you know, kind of like this person next door. He's like, oh, Will Smith, he's one of us and this and that. That's so great. And, right. and like, it's so, quote unquote, brave of him to show him in this kind of state where he's not, you know, he's not Hollywood sexy in that kind of way. Right. And I was like, oh, that's awesome. Like, I think that's kind of, I also thought oh, that was, quote unquote, brave and awesome that he would show that. <laughs> yeah. And, and then, and if, and if you think about it like that, that's an awesome perspective. And then I read an article, I can't remember the name of it, to where they had another perspective, which was he's basically like talking shit on everyone who has this body type and this body type is pretty much the norm like most people have some version of like i would say like not everyone has abs and you know like ripped arms most people have somewhat of like a stomach not necessarily a flat stomach right and not everyone is super in shape and so the body type he has which honestly is not he i would say he probably has maybe 10 20 30 pounds too much like it's not like a lot but right. it's but it's definitely to the point where you say like he should probably go and train because <laughs> you he, you don't have he doesn't have abs anymore right and, right and by LA, la standards exactly you know what i mean he would yeah. definitely be an outsider just based on his body type yeah by uh, by la standards by hollywood standards he would be considered fat you know right and like in the negative sense because in hollywood no one necessarily wants to be fat and i was like yeah well if you think a lot like that yeah it's pre- actually pretty negative of him and then the question that kind of circle rounds back to that is is he allowed to critique his own body and that be in a vacuum? So if he could say to, for me, for me personally, I'm in the worst shape of my life and that's just the way I feel about my body. Or is he not allowed to say that because by doing so, he kind of projects his own biases onto all of his fans, his listeners and stuff like that. I don't know. It's a difficult question. Um, Uh, I I feel like 
in a way he was looking at himself and he was just putting it out there that that's how he feels about him. I know what you're talking about, by the yeah, way, yeah. I didn't realize it was a day or two ago, but I looked at oh, so yeah. many, I, I spent way too much time on TikTok. I spend way too much time on Facebook. So <laughs> between the two, I probably scrolled right past that and not, I, I hadn't even analyzed it at the level that you have, but oh. per- personally, like me saying it, it didn't make me react everybody feels at some point in their life like oh this isn't how I identify myself and so by putting it out there why would he to what consequence should there have been you know what I mean Mm. for posting something that um he may have found potentially relatable you know um and honestly like I said I when I think of Will Smith I I'm not I'm not sexualizing him maybe because of his age. I think he's a beautiful guy, like in the face is, you know what I mean? His personality. I I like both of those things. I mean, the things he said in the past, you know, when he went through um, being out in the open publicly about him and what is is Jaden? No, Jaded or what's it? Pink? Yeah. Jaded Pink. Yeah. Oh my God. I'm so sorry, everybody, (laughs) that we're butchering this. Like, I know we're butchering it, and everybody's eye rolling right now. I remember. (laughs) I remember that that there were rumors going around that he and his wife were in an open relationship because he kind of hinted at it that they were open to letting like people into their lives in that kind of way. Yeah. And that was like Uh, a year or two ago, I think. Yeah, that that was a couple. So it started with the idea or concept. He tried to package it as an open relationship. But what it what it was is that they were technically just separated living in the same household. And, you know, um, he may have pursued casual relationships, but she was like pursuing a full relationship and yeah. it was with her son's friend which who, is super awkward but he was legally over the age of 18 so like maybe they flirted before he was 18 but then when he turned 18 is when it went into a relationship and they three with will smith were open with each other about what it was Did, so yeah it, i mean ultimately it, like i said it came out later that what it was is that will smith and her made this like promise that they wouldn't get divorced regardless of how their relationship went um so it kind of put them in a bind where they were like well we're loyal to each other but mostly as friends Um, so yeah so did you hear what her reasoning was for that having the relationship with her son's her son's friend the reasoning yeah so i'm probably gonna like misquote this to a certain extent so because this is just like a random thought but there was an article about that and basically she said like yeah and you know I started doing stuff with like my son's friend and and she felt kind of bad for her son's friend and he was kind of more or less like an uncertain situation in his life and he kind of didn't have like a sense of direction he didn't really know where to go and she kind of saw herself as being like his mentor and uh trying to help him you know find his path in life and stuff like that and it just kind of i would say devolved into somewhat of like a sexual relationship yeah and that's kind of like the role she put herself in within within the context of his life and i believe that was her reasoning Mm -hmm. and i thought that was kind of interesting because had it been the other way around then someone might have said like well that actor is taking advantage of like the actress in this kind of vulnerable state you know what i mean yeah and um yeah that's that's 
it's crazy. Uh, yeah. So there was a huge wave of people saying that what she did. So females were saying like the general populace, I don't say, I'm going to say majority, right? The majority voice of the situation was that women were saying, go get yours. And then men were saying, if this was a male and female reversed, um, it's the male taking advantage. But I, and I would like, honestly, even if a person's 18 legally, their mind still is have the responsibility hasn't experienced uh i mean unless they grew up in a bad environment hasn't ex- experienced like major uh adult decisions really so in a form men were calling her manipulative and taking advantage of him and i mean she has the money yeah. uh so it's just like but with him being 18, she she clearly stated, I waited until he was 18 to even make that decision. But that's it's such like, a that's such a weird that's such a weird reasoning is oh what was oh what was her name? Uh I can't remember her name. Um, but she was on Dr. Phil and had like this this uh, catchphrase of like catch me outside or whatever, uh, or cash me outside. You know who I'm talking about? Uh yes i don't know her name i don't know i don't know what her name is either but her name is 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 irrelevant to a certain extent and so she was like on dr phil and you know the the tv psychologist or whatever psychiatrist whatever he's called and she got super famous uh i I would say like uh, internet famous and she started like yeah she started like her name what is it danielle yeah (laughs) and she started like producing like rap music and tried to like launch her career and was somewhat successful yeah and around like a month or so ago she's like hey guys uh i got some good news for you like people have been saying like do like an only fans account and she was like 17 and she's like oh, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and she's like yeah I'll, I'll, I'll like yeah sure okay and then she's like you know what when i turn 18 i'll do an only fans account and because that's the legal age for yeah. anything pornography related and this happened I want to say like three or four weeks ago and yeah. <laughs> uh, she signed up for it and then she got like a million dollars within like the first two days I want, I want to say so it, it was only four to six hours oh was it okay yeah yeah, yeah I remember she she uh from the time that she was on on Dr. Phil she literally has done everything that you possibly could be before becoming a legal adult and like she she was just like you said she waited until she was exactly 18 signed up and yep within hours literally became a millionaire not that she wasn't already there with her rap career and all this other stuff and then there's the question that has been raised by OnlyFans and other people is for these kinds of things because you you pointed out that with 18 you're not necessarily in the right state of mind to make these kind of decisions Mm. I mean, at some point you have to say someone is legally responsible for themselves. Like you can't just yeah. like, you can't do it on an individual basis. Right. Uh, well, that might be nice. It's, that's practically impossible. Right. So they said, because of this, um, because in my mind, that is to a certain extent grooming, not necessarily in this case, but if you say yes. like, I wait till I'm 18, yep. that, that presupposes that you at least had thoughts or intents before she wasn't. So in my mind, it doesn't really make a difference whether or not she's or he or they doesn't matter. 
uh, is legal one day later because you could be 18 today and yesterday you were 17. But it doesn't change the state of your mind. It just changes the relationship you have with the law. Yep. And, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and that's all. That's it's all. It's wild. <laughs> and so people are like, well, for these things like OnlyFans and like becoming like uh, like getting into pornography and whatnot, it should be 21. And the hope is like, oh, okay, with those three extra years, you become more of a, a mature adult, which I wouldn't say is true. Right. But I think it's better than 18. So, I mean, I don't know. I mean, yeah. So. I feel like there's already way too many, too many issues with um, children being, like you said, like the grooming and everything. I mean, if you look at Drake, he also had a relationship with uh somebody where they didn't officially start dating until she was 18 but they had known each other and were very close for four years before she was 18 or something like that i mean Uh it was a wild experience but that got brushed right under the rug as well and you know it's just i don't think that there's a definitive conversation about children and and how they're manipulated and groomed into these expectations speaking of which one of my things that have been triggering me a little bit is that um there was an article that came out after Billie eilish uh after she was on vogue yes have you seen those photos yeah i have and they're not they're not sexual i don't i don't think so I think they're very, I think very much so. Um, At the very least, they're provocative. Or maybe we're talking about different photos to where she's like standing in like high laced boots and whatnot. Yeah, Uh, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I, uh, hold on just a second. I'm I'm looking at the picture again to to refresh my mind. No, I would say they are. Well, okay. Uh, Maybe. Is that their classic vintage? I, at the very least, you would have to say they're risque, and <laughs> I, I don't know. I okay. So a big thing that's been trending lately, right? Is yeah. Well, and I'd say it's never going to go away. Is female empowerment? It's saying that no matter what I'm wearing, it's your choice to sexualize me. But I'm taking it and saying that I'm comfortable like this, and I'm not doing it to look like a doing it to intentionally antagonize the opposite sex i'm just doing it for me and how you view me is is what can be perceived as inappropriate it's a cop out and that's i i i don't buy that so on a personal level being uh and i fluctuate i say it's all over the place so i but i don't mind being called by it it to see it or what they think is politically Mm. correct but i find females attractive and i feel you know what i mean um so like when i look at billy eilish's covers she's not showing anything but a little bit of cleavage and then she's not showing actually much skin despite having you know just lingerie on essentially uh Mm. but i've pictures from mm-hmm. family and friends uh that are way more skimpy showing way more skin sh- you know what i mean like it's like sure i she probably wouldn't wear any of these clothings just out on the streets because it would close but 
having them tastefully displayed, I mean, she's not showing her nips. She's not showing her, her butt. She's, you know, <laughs> all of the spaces of body that are quite typical to see in everyday clothing. So it, it's just like what, what makes this scandalous, uh, the satin material. <laughs> you know? I mean, yeah. Um, the, the raised boobs, because people wear corsets all the time in public this uh so so i mean sure she was the person who wore baggy shirts and baggy clothes but she was also under 18 when she was doing that because she didn't feel like being sexualized that yeah people still saw her and said oh she has big boobs like and they they wanted to sexualize her so when she turned 18 i mean and, and now i mean she's been 18 for She's probably 19 at this yeah, point. Yeah, I honestly 19. couldn't tell you. Yeah. Um, but it's just the point that, like, the transition is classy. She She's not wearing a thong. She's she's not, like, you know what I mean? In in To where she's only, what is it, like, uh, Janet Jackson when, when her <laughs> boob was revealed. I mean, her boobs weren't revealed. Uh, she's, like, everything about it says, like, it's okay. And in no way is she selling out. Uh, I don't know. I just think things can be done classy, and, and uh, yeah, you, you just kind of have to accept how people want to be perceived. Like, yeah, you could think, you know. Sorry. Anyway, tangent. No, <laughs> no you you offloaded a lot there. No, I think to a certain extent that's somewhat of a cop out because it's saying uh, I view myself the way I want to, and if you want to view my uh, me in a different light, then by all means go ahead. But the fact of the matter is is that certain appearances um, elicit certain responses and i would never go down the mentality of like because you know like when people are attacked like in that kind of manner the certain right. one of the most common responses is well what were you wearing and i yeah. don't mean i don't mean it in that sense but when you like post pictures like that for example you have to at least realize that 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 is going to elicit that kind of response and be aware of that and you can't just say like oh well that's their fault for thinking that um because of the fact that matters you're basically if you look at the pictures it's a play it's basically uh like there's this one picture that you sent me like it's the the third one where it's black yeah i i would say uh to a certain extent i don't really find that to be too sexual mm -hmm. um uh, almost classy in the sense that you could probably wear it somewhere but probably not because it might be too revealing um whereas the other whereas the other pictures she's definitely in suggestive poses and she's wearing suggestive clothing and you can say like oh that's just you know her being her and that would be one way of reading it and the other way of reading it would also be that she's playing on these typical ways of eliciting certain responses and so i think it's somewhat of a compound to say like i didn't intend it for it to be like that that's just the way you oh, interpret it that's right. what i mean and I, that, I completely understand it's a smart conversational piece. Yeah, it's it, I, I controversy. Don't think, I don't think it's distasteful. So right. I've seen plenty of pictures like that to where they're definitely they're definitely, you know, showing themselves in a sexual light to get uh that kind of attention. Right. Which is somewhat, you know, like fishing for attention. Whereas her pictures, I don't feel like they're overtly sexual, but they definitely right. do go in that direction um 
like if she were under like 18 she definitely should, wouldn't be like posting like that oh no she wouldn't be posing like that at which all. definitely shows you <laughs> yeah which definitely goes to show that the nature of the photos do have a sexual element to them and because of that oh, the, sure. yeah they elicit certain response by certain people and you are to a certain extent responsible for that not in the sense of the way people re- like uh, react to you so if someone attacks sure. you because of that well that's not your fault but if they and in, like intrinsically feel that way or they have these thoughts then uh, you, you know you kind of triggered that in a certain way you know what i mean like if sure. if, I, if i say for example i mean if it's just a quiet thought it's no problem it's that's what i mean who, that like uh like the top right one which we'll be sure to post this by the way so you guys will have a point of reference as well because this is I, I already collaged it and everything so it's ready to go uh, but the top uh right one I understand what you're saying like with the way that she has her hands and yeah. her you know sitting on her legs type deal but ultimately she's not sh- showing anything she's it i mean technically she could get away like contour dresses look like that all the time but anyone who knows anything about human anatomy and the way people respond to certain things will definitely realize that there's a certain element of sexuality to that and like like i said like if you were like 15 or 16 this would be totally inappropriate to post on a magazine yeah I, and that, I mean, I could agree with that. Yeah, and that's all. But I mean, if that's the way she wants to, because you said female empowerment, if that's the way she wants to <laughs> empower herself, I mean, I don't have any problem with that. But I, like, I think something I, I touched on like a month or two ago was like with Nicki Minaj and wh- another artist like dancing like on the bed for like Grammys and like grinding. And that was also kind of sold as like female empowerment. And often I feel like female empowerment is intrinsically tied or is forced to be tied with like sexuality or how you take back your sexuality sure and yeah and I, I i i guess i can i can understand that but i would like to believe that that's just one aspect and not the whole thing you know what i mean yeah so i uh, i so i feel like um women can take their sexuality and profit off of it in a in a way to where they know that they're going to get a specific response yeah behave around those topics is Mm -hmm. is inherently what needs to change and and we act on you know with our responses if it's a thought like i could look at the you know a woman and say oh that's too like because this has happened to me before so i have people who like to invite me to private women empowerment like uh boudoir pictures and Uh i find them too inherently sexual so i've removed myself from those groups because i'm not trying to look in and sexualize those people so i don't think that it's a group that i need to be a part of uh because Mm -hmm. i find it um to be too much for for me to 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 be involved with if that makes sense no it's it's the fact that i removed myself from the situation so that i'm not a part of that conversation because i'm not trying to do that for anybody you know what i mean like i'm not trying to overstep my bound but Um, yeah definitely it's not my it's neither my job nor my place to to tell people (laughs) to tell people how they should feel better about themselves or how should they empower themselves i mean that's a very personal thing yeah. But when when you experience that from, you know, from outside looking in, um, it does often come across as my empowerment is 
is necessarily tied to my sexuality and yeah. you can empower like you, you can empower yourself by learning taekwondo you know and being able to like mm-hmm. you know defend yourself or you can empower yourself by becoming financially independent like there are many ways to empower yourself and that's not necessarily tied to uh, man woman or or anything in between um that's just like personal like as a person not as like a sexual being right um and and that's kind of like what is somewhat off-putting about a lot of these magazines um that's yeah. the same thing like with like caitlin jenner i don't know if she was on i don't know if it was vogue or she was like on some magazine a couple of years back when she mentioned that she's no longer bruce she's now caitlin mm-hmm. and then it was like a uh, woman of the year and also posted somewhat of a racy photo and it's often when you see these magazine covers where women are talking about like how oh, I'm so strong and so independent, a lot of these photos often have a sexual nature to them. And to go to an example that's somewhat, that is somewhat more modern and relevant, you have mm-hmm. Kamala Harris, who I think that's how you pronounce it, who was also on a magazine cover, but I don't remember the name. And they showed her in a very professional manner, obviously. You, you kind of have to be if you're going to be like the vice president. Yeah. And she was super mad about the photo because in one photo, she was wearing high heels. So you have like, you know, have, you have a jacket, you have a shirt, you have like the pants, you have the whole package and you have high heels. And they took multiple photos with her wearing high heels and they took some photos of her just wearing tennis shoes. I think they were like, uh, oh, what are they called? I can't remember the name. Chuck Taylor's, is that the name? I think uh, something like that. Like really like flat tennis yeah. shoes. Yeah, yeah, like the, the, the high top. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking for it now. <laughs> yeah, and they posted those pictures of her just wearing tennis shoes. And she was super mad because she thought it was kind of like unprofessional for her to wear those shoes. And like there was nothing sexual about the photo, not even the slightest. Yeah. And that's often you don't see photos like that. It's those are those photos of like women, and it's usually women who do like because Vogue is a woman's magazine. Yeah. You don't ever really see those photos. I mean, photos that really like make headlines. I mean, they do a magazine every month, so I'm sure they have different kinds of photos. But for the most part, no one really cares, unless it's like a super celebrity like Britney Spears or yeah. I, I don't know. Right. <laughs> and every time like these these photos make the rounds and are super famous, it's always of a sexual nature. Not always, but a lot of times it is. Um, yeah, it, I mean, it. I feel like it's it, it speaks to whatever message that they're trying to sell. And I mean, just going back to Billie Eilish, I mean, I feel like it was a specific stunt that she was comfortable with doing. Uh, and I mean, it makes her more and more relevant. Uh, what's crazy is I even remember when Beyonce transitioned in Destiny's Child uh, <laughs> to her own solo career. And I remember the exact same headlines being made, like she sold out. But the reality was that she was under 18 when she started. And then she slowly grew into it. Like even um, from their first album to their second album, there was a huge difference in how they were dressing, uh, you know. Oh, but, selling yeah selling out I, it's not my place to say who's selling out who's see, it's crazy that a woman though would be considered selling out if they decide to grow within themselves and make a change that is a little more inherently sexual like it's mm. like it's okay it was the same thing. <laughs> it's a part of the gig <laughs> that's the same thing like if you go back to like miley where mm, she yeah was, that was a huge controversy that, that was a huge it was, it's all the same conversation but you know what? That, that comes, I'm convinced. So this doesn't apply to Beyonce or uh, Billie Eilish. 
because both of them come from completely different backgrounds. Mm. But but Miley came from a Disney background. And Disney likes to sell this image of, you know, yeah. pure, innocent, the the girl or the guy next door. And mm-hmm. they have to kind of live these pent-up lives. And, and this happened to Britney, too, because she was in the Mickey Mouse Club with uh, Justin Timberlake in the 90s. And then you keep these people pent up and kind of force them to live this life that is more or less a lie. Mm-hmm. And then once they turn 18, they just go off the walls. And to a Say certain, that again? Like, they go off the walls, you know? They just, you know, they go crazy. Oh, Okay. Yeah, and that's to a to a certain extent more or less uh, predictable, you know. Mm. Um, and then she's also like, "I'm just trying to find my place in the world." And she did a lot of things that that were extremely sexual. And I don't have like a like I said, that's not my place to dictate whether or not someone should be sexual. But I always find it kind of odd that that's like, at least for women, I'm not yeah. necessarily sure how often that's kind of publicized for men. But that's often like the first avenue that they take is I'm, now I'm a, I'm a legal individual and I'm quote unquote like a woman now and I want to let everyone know. Right. And I just find that, you know, not not in a judging manner. I find that to be very, very odd. Um, well, I mean, our system is built on the coming of age story. And I think that speaks for individuals who try to profit off of their own individual story as well as, you know, I mean... <laughs> Not to not to bring it up too much, but if you look at porn, it's like a whole genre. <laughs> that's so. And that's the so coming gross. of age video. Yeah, it's, she's finally legal, and it's just like, ugh. <laughs> it's so, yeah, I get it. Uh, I think but, the bigger picture is that we need to disrupt the system and stop caring. <laughs> that's. I mean, they they can do. I mean, the. They can do whatever they want to a certain extent, right. but I, but it's something that permeates itself throughout the culture that in order to empower yourself, you have to own your sexuality to a certain extent right. and let everyone else know. Mm-hmm. And, and I just don't, I don't, I don't find it very convincing. That's all. Um, but I think it also ties in with the fact that, you know, sex sells. Yep. That, 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 at the end of the day, that's <laughs> overall. <much> yeah. Yep. <laughs> but, uh, I'm going to go ahead and jump off topic because we, we, okay. we did that for quite a bit and we're almost running out of time. But uh, okay. I got laid off from my job yesterday. Is that a cause for celebration or not? <laughs> well, not everybody knows, but you you know, uh, it, it absolutely is. Uh, <laughs> I am working a bare minimum job and I've been wanting to get out for a while. And I'm lucky I, I hung on. Uh, because the amount of money that I'll be getting back from unemployment is roughly what I was making. And um, so I, I definitely will have more time to start our YouTube channel and like be able to focus in, you know, and I, mm. in the works for us is definitely uh, hopefully an opening song and some little interesting music bits along the way. So stuff to look forward to directly out of me. (laughs) That reminds me of a CNN article I read today, which is a lot of restaurants are having hard times, having a very hard time finding people. Yep. For that exact reason. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) I don't feel bad for restaurants in in that sense. No, Um, no, no. Pay your people fair wages that they could actually live off of give them health benefits so that if they do get COVID they could get the help that they need not out of pocket and uh do right by people 
we're all yep. people and we all deserve the opportunity to work for a substantial pay and not have to rely on customers to make up the difference oh tipping yeah <laughs> yes that's, that's i know it's a whole nother rant that i know you love <laughs> I, I hate the tipping system long story short uh i think you should just pay people a fair wage and if they do get tips then let them cool. keep them yeah i think tipping <laughs> is just a way for people to not pay their employees absolutely and it is in the law i if it hasn't changed it's if you don't make a minimum wage through tips then you have to pay your workers minimum wage so you have to pay them the difference so, so if they you- you cut out so say that one more time yeah so if like let's say for example minimum i don't know minimum wages but let's say it's eight dollars an hour mm-hmm. and if you're in for waitresses or waiters it's around two and they have to make up the difference through tips and yep. if they if they don't then the boss has to pay them that difference and so basically it's just a way for them i'm convinced to pay people less and some yes. people don't even leave tips you know so yep. and it's such an american system because Pre- pressuring customers also that because there is yeah. just a shortage of servers they are 100% pressuring people to tip more I'm talking anywhere above 20% which 20% is honestly outrageous like if yeah. I want to be able to sit down and I spend $30 at a restaurant I think 10% is more than adequate except now it's not uh, because because they're short-staffed and they're going through so much, I mean, the pressure to, to tip upwards of 25% is is nearly socially being pressured, and but it true. shouldn't be on customers to make that up. It yeah. really shouldn't. So I have it, a, yeah. I'd rather just not go out. <laughs> I have, I have a, a, a friend who did, so a Japanese friend who lives in California who uh, did, had to write, a, had wrote an essay about this and he brought up an interesting point and said that you're, and I, I wholeheartedly agree, which is more often than not, you're not tipping because you think the service was adequate, but rather you're being guilt tripped into tipping. Because if you don't tip, then you're a bad person or a bad customer. And yep. it's not like I give you 20% because I thought that was what your work was worth, but rather that's, exactly. what, that's what people expect from me. And that's yep. not how tips should work. So if you, did, <laughs> if you just, if it was piss poor service, then you don't, you don't get a tip. And granted, there are people who are just, you know, Scrooges and won't tip at all. Um, that's a whole other story. But besides those kinds of people, um, the the way I tip should reflect the way I felt about your work and not I'm being guilt tripped and I should give you 20%. Generally, yeah. like if service was really bad, then I give them like 10%, 5% maybe. If right? it was super- yeah, if I felt yeah, like I'd, that's how I feel. I yeah. when did the pressure, I mean, to double the amount that we pay. It's just like, oh, I, and and most honestly, it's very rare for me to go to a place. Now, if I'm going to a five-star restaurant, I expect good food. I expect good service and I will pay 20 plus percent. No problem. But if I am sitting down at an Applebee's getting microwave (laughs) food, it's basically fast food at a table. Uh, I don't understand why, why the server having only visited my table twice uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> what was that? <You're, laughs> yeah, that was my phone. Uh, yeah, anyway, he's doing something weird with the screen. But uh, yeah, I just don't understand how I could be paying them, you know, mm. 10 to $20 out of my pocket for two visits to the da- table for refill of Sprite. 
<laughs> Which yeah. again, I, I state all this very blatantly because I have not done that in so long. I it was nice when before COVID, but now based on the quality of food, it's no longer worth my time to go and spend that type of money at a place that isn't inherently providing something new or something Mm. of quality. And then it's still expecting me to pay the service, um, that of a five-star restaurant, you know, I just, I just can't. Pretty pretty much. But that's, that's, that's a rant for another day. I know. That's, I could go on. Our time flies so quick, Chris. <laughs> yeah. So I got nothing else to add to you. Besides yeah. That. Uh, I I will consistently plug our uh email uh Gmail account and our Instagram at Rotating Bits Podcast. Uh, again, since I have more free opportunity to uh start up all the social media items, uh, I'm definitely going to uh make it a full time part-time job you know in between that and and my art (laughs) which Mm -hmm. you could see in our video once I get our YouTube channel up and starting uh and then I also have my uh start promoting future tense once I get more videos posted so stay tuned and you guys all have a good week and I look forward to seeing my buddy me too (laughs) all right have fun Bye, Chris. Bye. Bye.